Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, stir up your holy power this night and come. Send your spirit into our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our ears, that we might hear a word for us and might do, and that we too might then be called to live out that which we do. In Christ's name we pray. Evening falls and the shadows lengthen. As we watch this road with Jesus, we have witnessed the light and the love that is now slowly being eclipsed by the darkness that far too often swirls all around us. If we've been paying attention along the way, the blind have been made to see, the hungry have been fed with plenty of leftovers to put in the fridge for tomorrow. The lame have been made to walk, and they have wept with joy. The lonely have sat down with Jesus to a meal, and all have been restored to community. The brokenhearted have been gathered together and comforted. And the rich and the powerful have been invited all along the way to see a different way to live, to give what they have away to bring new life. As we walk the path with Jesus, all of that have been bathed in the light of Christ's love that now tonight hangs in despair, himself now blinded with pain, Jesus himself now hungry for hope, the Creator thirsty for even a drop of water. The one who has drawn everyone together, abandoned, with lonely arms stretched out to carry the weight of his whole body, brokenhearted and betrayed by those he fed, by those he loved, by those he forgave, by those he bathed in life. Darkness falls, and the shadows lengthen. With strange and deep irony, it is the politically powerful but puppet pilot who perceives the truth that actually pierces the veil of punishment undeserved. Pilate is the one who announces that there was no crime in this man deserving of death. Instead, tonight, the innocent are the ones who are punished. Where the one who is loved becomes the one who is hated. We too walk along Jesus' side as we journey through the dark that swirls all around us in the lengthening of the shadows. It is important to note that Jesus' death was painful. There was no sleight of hand there was no scurrying away of the true Jesus only to be hidden away in some safe place to suddenly reappear on Easter morning all whole and complete. Instead, the truth of the matter is this hurt. And even in the glory of Easter morning, Jesus will still carry the scars of the pain of his death in his hands and in his side. This 
It's the level of intimacy into which God has entered into the human condition. The cross is not a denial of death, but the honest truth of the power that evil and darkness have over each and every one of us. Pain is real. Suffering and death and loss are real. They leave their marks on us and even on God. As people of the resurrection, our scars are real and we don't hide them. Both those scars that have been inflicted on us, those that we have inflicted on ourselves, and even the ones that we have inflicted on others. While walking through the shadow of the valley of death, cast by the cross of Jesus, we also take note there are others there with him, one on his right and one on his left. Jesus' death is painful, but it is no more than any others, and certainly no less. Those who are beside him, both the innocent and the guilty, suffer the agony and pain of death. And the innocent, in so many ways, still do. Innocent victims of violence, children gassed, parents bombed, churches victimized, airports terrorized. And in the promise of the cross, Jesus is there. Even in the vindictive violence of retaliation, when missiles rip through the innocent sky, the deaths that they seek to deter being left potentially completely unscarred, a most righteous act of war, even cast in the light of Jesus' death, may be justified. But it can never be seen as justice. Only the love of resurrection Forgiveness that carries the scar of death can bring about the end of human aggression. Pausing in our journey for just a moment, I stop to catch my breath. As I too walk through the valley of the shadow of death cast by the cross of Jesus in the dimly burning light that is his life, I am aware of my own shortcomings that are exposed in Jesus' walk to the cross and the dimly burning light of his life that I too have sought to extinguish. My own words of violence, my own acts of self-righteousness, my deep and desperate need for forgiveness, my only hope that Jesus will indeed heal my hunger cure my blindness, and teach my broken legs to walk in the path that the light of his love has already cast. Only it will not happen tonight. Tomorrow God will heal. Tomorrow God will forgive. Tomorrow love will win. But for tonight, our scars are all exposed. As evening falls and the shadows lengthen, our broken legs expand.
souls are living. Tomorrow, justice will roll down like water and a never-ending living stream. But for tonight, Jesus is thirsty.